Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey gang, it's Tuesday, September 26. A little bit of background on today's poll question at Smirconish.com. Actually, let me back into this. Tomorrow night's debate stage is set at the Reagan Library, one of my favorite venues. By the way, two years ago this week, yeah, two years ago this week, it was the 27th. Oh, TC, actually, it means that tomorrow the debate is, is your exactly year anniversary. Two year. Two year. Rather. Two year, because Finn turns two on Thursday. That's the most important and thing. And I was driving to LAX the following morning. And I got the call that I was a grandfather. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Big week. So it means that the two-year anniversary of my Reagan appearance is the same night as the debate. By the way, please watch my video on my YouTube page if you've never seen it. Uh, In any event, the stage is set for the Republican debate. And now there are seven, at least for this debate. Uh, You will have Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike Pence. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, Doug Burgum, who won't you have who did appear at the first debate? That would be Asa Hutchinson, uh, former President Trump, will not be at the Reagan Library. He's got some spat with the leadership, but really it's an excuse because, you know, he's got such a commanding position. Although Nikki Haley now in second position in New Hampshire, I can't really say that she's broken out. Frankly, none of them have broken out thus far, and that's why Trump won't be on that stage. If someone looks like a serious competitor, he'll show up. Maybe for the third debate, he will be there. But there's another debate that is making news. This debate will take place on November 30. Fox News Channel, Sean Hannity, I'm looking at their own coverage, will moderate a red versus blue state debate between Florida governor and Republican presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis and Democratic California Governor Gavin Newsom. It'll be a 90-minute event, 9 p.m. Eastern, November 30 in Georgia, making the first time, marking the first time, the two prominent governors are going to face off in a debate. Big story in the New York Times today as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to providing viewers with an informative debate about everyday issues and governing philosophies that impact the lives of every American, so says Hannity. I don't see much information about the rules and how it's going to play out. I, I you know, I want to know, is there a live audience? I presume that it is live. I get why each man is doing it. Frankly, very similar reasons. For DeSantis, it puts him on in prime time. 
uh, not on a stage like the Reagan Library tomorrow night with six rivals, makes him look like the future and gives him some opportunity for a breakout because he hasn't had one. His numbers have been in reverse since he formally got into the race. And for Newsom, it's pretty much the same. I mean, it makes him look like the heir apparent to Joe Biden. It positions him, I think, as the alternative. I tweeted yesterday, I tweeted yesterday when this news broke, somebody's not happy with this debate being scheduled. And who did I have in mind? I had in mind Vice President Kamala Harris. Yesterday's poll result at Smirconish.com, 22,607. Should Democrats be alarmed about recent polling data concerning President Biden? 70.25% had the correct answer, which is yes. Even if you regard the ABC poll as an outlier, there was a lot of bad news for Biden in the NBC poll, which showed a dead heat between Trump and Biden. Okay. All of which is a precursor and setting the stage for me to say today's poll question, in light of the fact that the polling is very negative for President Biden, in light of the fact that Kamala Harris is also underwater in all of the polling data, what would happen if he were to replace her? More specifically, today's poll question, would Biden's poll numbers be boosted if he replaced Kamala Harris? Go vote at Smirconish.com on that. I took a peek when only, I mean, we'll end up with 20,000 votes. For what it's worth, when there were just 200 votes cast, it was neck and neck. Very, very close. Very surprising result, at least to me. Smirconish.com, go vote. Would Biden's poll numbers be boosted if he replaced Kamala Harris? Remember, for newsletter subscribers, 15 minutes before the debate, I'm going to do a, a special uh, YouTube Live. So subscribe to the newsletter if you're not already subscribed to the newsletter, because tomorrow's Wednesday newsletter will have the, the link where you can get my analysis right before the debate begins. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. How can both be true? This weekend, NBC released a survey that says it's Biden 46, Trump 46. Meanwhile, ABC and The Washington Post released their own survey. They say it's Trump 51, Biden 42. Neil Newhouse is the man to ask. He's a partner and co-founder of Public Opinion Strategies. They are a national political and public affairs research firm described by The New York Times as, quote, the leading Republican polling company in the country. Neil's been named the pollster of the year by the American Association of Political Consultants, a record tying three times for his work on political and public affairs campaigns. In terms of his credentials, know this. He has polled for four presidential campaigns, Senator Bob Dole, President George W. Bush, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush. He was also the lead pollster for Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney in the 2012 cycle. Hey, Neil, it's great to have you back on the program. I thought of you when I saw these disparate results. What was your gut reaction when you saw the headlines? Michael, I hate coming on this show when you got stuff like this going on. This this has potential to, uh, you know, again, damage the uh, the image of polls in the country. But when I, I, I woke up in the middle of the night on Saturday night and I ended up like looking at my phone and I saw this headline, I'm like, oh my God. Um, there, there is a <laughs> number one. They they both can't be true. And secondly, there's a margin of error in surveys. Margin of error plus minus generally three points or so. But that's 95 times out of 100. That means there's five other times that you know randomly these numbers may not be within the margin of error. Um, this is certainly one of them. It was it was telling when I read the Washington Post article that in the subhead of the article, they described their own poll as an outlier. That just speaks volumes about they had little confidence in their data, but they released it anyway. That's, that's to me, pretty stunning. What would you have done in a circumstance like that? Would you have gone back into the field? Would you have just published what you had? I mean, what I don't, I don't know. What does the blue book say oh, well, you're supposed to do when you know you've got an outlier? Well, I mean, I've, I've been doing this for 35, 40 years. We, we've we've done this. I mean, we we've been in this situation, and what you generally do in this situation is, number one, either you don't release the survey and you bury it because you know it, you know it's just it's just not right, or you go back in the field with another like five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred interviews, just asking you know uh, just a few questions, um, you know to to take another look at it. You don't put it out if you know the data is bad. You don't put but the Neil, data out. But and, Neil, and Neil, we, this and is... The reason we can, yeah, yeah, go ahead. 
the reason the reason you tell us that it's not just the overall numbers, not just in the and the registered voters are likely voter numbers of leaners. It's, it's Trump plus ten. Um, that's just that is a huge outlier. But when you look at the at the internals of the survey, they have Trump winning eighteen to thirty nine year olds by nineteen points. In our NBC survey, we've got Biden winning uh, eighteen to thirty four year olds, a little bit different by 23 points. It's a 42-point difference between the two polls among younger voters. They've got, you know, uh, Trump up 13 among independents. NBC has uh, Biden up, uh, has uh, Trump up seven. It's just, they both can't be true at the same time. You see numbers like that. And, and here's, internally, here's what happens, uh, Michael. We get numbers every single day, the partial numbers from every poll we're, we're in the field with. So and we get weighted numbers every day. So I I know on day two of a, of a five day survey, kind of where the numbers are headed. They knew before they came out of the field on Thursday morning that this survey was really an outlier. They had to make they sat on it for three days and made the decision. Well, you know what? We're going to go in, in the field anyway. I think it's probably a financial decision by the Post or you know, by Post ABC, but it's. They just they don't have confidence. In their own but numbers. wait a minute, I have a different take, and I'm I'm so glad that you uh, you're addressing this aspect of it. My hunch is purely a hunch that the reason they did put it out, even if they knew they had an outlier on their hands, is because the alternative is they don't put it out. Word gets out, and you know the Trump allegation then would be. ABC and the Washington Post are so biased, they won't release data when it shows me winning. I mean, I guess that's possible, but, you know, we could you can still have a close hold on these polls. I mean, um, I mean, first of all, let me just say this. There is no question there has been a, a, a trend towards Trump over the last six or eight months. And you look at. NBC, the Washington Post poll, Fox, Q poll, Yahoo News, each of them over the last six months or so have shown a, an increase in Trump support over Biden. That, that's true. And, and what the NBC poll and the Washington Post poll have in common is they show, number one, Trump, uh, Biden in trouble. Definitely, they show the economy as, as obviously a, a huge issue. Uh, third, they've got, uh, uh, immigration as, as a, a key concern and the concern about Biden's health. All these things have kind of ramped up over the past few months. So there, there certainly have been a, a trend toward, uh, toward Trump. But even the, the Washington Post last poll they did before this one showed Trump up by six. This shows Trump up by 10. So if you look at, I mean, potentially both of their surveys might have been outliers. But the, the trend is a little bit towards Trump. This poll just, you know, takes it really kind of out of bounds. To somebody who says it's all meaningless anyway, we're 13 months out, Neil Newhouse would say what? Um, yeah, the ballot by itself is meaningless. But, boy, you look at the, the data and the trend right now, um, you've got a – if I'm sitting on the, on the Biden side of the aisle – there, there is real concern about how do you turn this thing around. I mean, they are the the steady drumbeat of is he going to run again? Of you know who else can take his place? When when you see questions like that on surveys, you know, uh, do you think he should run again? Six, you know, fifty percent of Democrats or so 
say no, he shouldn't. Um, there's there's a real lack of enthusiasm for for President Biden. It changes. It it may not have much impact on election day next year, but it changes the way you run your campaign and the way you prepare your candidate now between now and and election day. It, it certainly has an impact on those campaigns. And you know, Neil, much of what ails Biden cannot be fixed. Those concerns about his age, there's nothing you it's not as if in six months you and I are going to say, wow, there's really a spring in his step these days. And it's it's hard for me to see how the border gets better. Um, Maybe it stays the same. I don't know how it it really improves. So when you factor that in and you look at the calendar, I'll ask the question of Neil Newhouse this way. What's the drop dead date in your mind in terms of when there would have to be a change at the top of the Democratic ballot? Um, well, my, my mind goes back to the Shannon Specter article you talked about a, a, a last month or something, which I thought was a terrific piece about the need for Democrats to see the light and, and make a change here. Um, right. I'm thinking Thanksgiving is, is okay. the date. I'm, yeah, that's a, that's also that's exactly what Mark Halpern said. He said when they when they gather together in New England, uh, that's the drop dead point, because otherwise all of the, the filing deadlines begin to pass. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And you, you can't miss those. You, you've got it. You've got to get in the, get in the damn ballot. But I'm saying, you know, it's going to it's next six weeks or so or two months um, is going to be telling. And just the steady drumbeat. You'd have to imagine after reading that Washington Post article, there were Democratic governors putting their names in the hat saying, hey, if he doesn't go, I'm going to be the one I mean, Shapiro in Pennsylvania. Sure. Um, you know, so it, it's uh it's going to it's going to cause nothing but 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 challenges for the Biden campaign internally over the next couple of months as they try to you know to, you know tap down this uh, uh, this time for a change kind of sentiment in the, inside the party. Neil, you you are the preeminent pollster in the country. I only play one with my with my daily poll questions. Okay, so I'm I'm just in it for shits and giggles. You're in it for science. But let me tell you something that I observed in the first hour of the program today, and I've tweeted as well. I am convinced that if Donald Donald Trump, according to you, has roughly 60 percent of Republican voters in this primary. Is that a fair statement? Uh, Right now, it sure is. Yeah. Okay. I maintain that if he had never been indicted, his numbers would be significantly less than 60 percent. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Listen, I mean, I go back. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when Bill Clinton was uh, was impeached um, and I was doing presentations before Republican audiences. And I talk about how his approval numbers had actually improved and people would raise their hand and say, you know, who the heck are you interviewing? Anyway, I said, listen, when when a guy like Bill Clinton is impeached, his own party comes to his defense. Democrats defend him. They rise to the to the to the occasion. They defend them against Republican attacks. And in this case, Republicans rise to the occasion. They're supporting Donald Trump against what they see as a partisan witch hunt. And so his numbers have actually gone up instead of going down after being indicted. I've analogized to a domestic disturbance where the police arrive and the family members who had been fighting now stick together against the cops. Uh, I, I don't guess. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Makes sense. At at what point are are you working for any of the Republican candidates in the race right now? Our firm is is, uh, committed to DeSantis. Okay, 
Well, that that crosses that question off the list. <laughs> yeah, because, I, yeah, I, I'm I, because I because I I mean I haven't seen any movement that goes in a positive direction. That was going to be my observation. Do you, do you want to spin me and tell me that there's still a shot that he has? Yeah, I mean, until people start voting and still and people start focusing on the race, I mean, anything can happen. But what we found, when I found when I was doing the Romney campaign, and you go into the individual uh, Republican primaries across the state, voters in those primaries really don't start um, assessing the candidates and really looking at it seriously until their turn is up, until they get they get to vote. So they, that last two or three weeks before they they vote is is really critical. We have a long ways to go. I mean, it looks like certainly. Uh, Donald Trump's the uh, odds-on favorite, but there's a lot that can happen between now and then. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Does Neil Newhouse, partner and co-founder of Public Opinion Strategies, believe that as a general rule, any significant third-party candidate is going to pull more from Biden as compared to Trump if, in fact, it is Biden, Trump, and said third-party candidate? Yeah, I do. I think um, 
I think the efforts to get a, a, a third party in this race is is really going to help uh, Donald Trump in the end. Uh, it's going to take votes away from uh, Joe Biden. Well, you look at when you look at the data. Trump voters are really committed to voting for Donald Trump. They love the guy, and, and their votes are more for Donald Trump rather than against Joe Biden. Uh, the Biden voters are more against Trump than they are for Biden. If given a choice, some of them may uh, are more likely to defect from Biden, making the appeal of a third party candidate likely to to help uh, Trump's Trump's uh, campaign. Doesn't matter whether it's no labels with a Joe Manchin esque kind of candidate or RFK Jr. running as a libertarian. It shouldn't make that much difference. I mean, I, neither one is going to get that much of a percent of vote. But but in a very close election, it could throw a couple of states like, a, you know, in North Carolina, in Arizona, um, Nevada, that throws a, a state one way or the other. We, ex- we still expect this to be a very close race for president. And the, the influence of a third party, of a credible third party candidate uh, could could really shift the electoral college. So here's something that I've been saying that I think Neil Newhouse is disputing. I, I've been saying that I don't perceive that there are a, lar- a large number of Republicans with a, an affinity that are really for Trump. I've always thought that it was an antagonism or even hatred for the things Trump opposes. It's not that they love Trump. It's that they can't stand Pelosi, Schumer, progressivism. And therefore, you know, he, he's their gunslinger. And I, Michael, I'm not sure. I mean, there's part of that there, but you you look at these these numbers in the primary for uh, on Trump and how Republicans view him, and um, there's a, you know do not underestimate the number of Republicans who uh, who really strongly support him and his policies, rather than just the fact he's he's waging the war against uh, liberals, socialists, Democrats. In your NBC poll, was there anything else that jumped off? I feel like I've been leading you, and I, I love all of your comments and content, but is there anything that you think was significant that I've neglected? <laughs> yeah. The, what's really interesting is both of these polls came out the same day. Right. And all the, all, all the, the, the discussion has been how skewed the Washington Post poll is. Rather than an NBC poll shows extraordinarily vulnerabilities for President Biden, and that's that's what was what we're missing in this discussion over the last you know 24 hours with respect to these polls is it's it's missing the point. The point is Biden really is in trouble, uh, you know, electorally. I mean, it's based on age, immigration, the economy, his job approval ratings in the tank. Um, he's in deep trouble, and all we're talking about is is how you know, skewed the, uh, the post polls. So he- here's my unscientific poll. My unscientific poll today at Smirconish.com is this. Should Democrats be alarmed about recent polling data concerning President Biden? TC, as of this second, with Neil Newhouse on the line, where are we? With Neil Newhouse on the line, we're at 14,315 votes, and it's currently running, yes, 70.79%. What do you think, Neil? 70% of my respondents are saying that Democrats ought to be alarmed. Uh as soon as you you read that question, I was thinking to myself, hmm, 72, 73%. So, yeah, I totally agree. I, I are totally you, agree. It's like, that's, wait, that's are you saying, kind of are you saying there's, and, are you saying there's actual science in the Smirconish daily poll? 
I think that's what I heard you say. Not, no, not for a second, Michael. No. <laughs> uh, oh my don't God. worry. Your your job is secure. Your job is secure. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, because I, I think people pay a lot more for our service than they do for yours. I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so, so much. What great insight. And, and especially on your last observation. And you're so right that. We're focused so much on, well, that poll, that's an outlier. Yeah, okay, but now let's get to the internal of the NBC poll. Yeah, that, that and I mean, even even as, as skewed as we think that, you know, uh, that other poll is, I mean, the, uh, the Washington Post poll is, the, the Post poll has moved four points toward Trump over the last, like, four or five months. NBC has moved four points. Fox has moved five points. Q poll has moved four points. Yahoo has moved six points. The trend is still the same, even though, admittedly, you got to think the Washington Post poll is an, is an outlier. Yeah. Neil, thank you. Till our next conversation, I hope. I really appreciate right. it. Thanks, Michael. That's Neil Newhouse, la- ladies and gentlemen. Um, there are a lot of things that were just said that I could spend a lot of time talking about, but there's one in particular there's there's one in particular, and it's his observation. And, and again, like his company did the NBC poll. His observation that the ABC poll, Washington Post, an outlier, and that for three days, here's what I heard him say. For three days, they, they, they were sitting on it. In the end, they came out on the same day. They released it, but they released it with a lot of caveats, admitting to people that, like we get it. This is this is at odds with other with other polls. I'm convinced in my my arm seat analysis that the reason they felt they had no choice. This is pure speculation on my part. The reason that they felt they had no choice. You know, they've just called a thousand people. So you know, there are a thousand people out there who got a phone call from ABC and the Washington Post. Uh, where's the poll? And all it takes is one dime to drop, not that the thousand people would know, but somebody involved in that poll might know and reveal to the Trump campaign that it it didn't get published. And can you imagine the field day that Trump would then have, along with his supporters, in saying that the ape that ape in, in amidst all of the claims, some legitimate that the so-called legacy media or mainstream media, you know, have kept things out of public conversation. Think laptop, right? Um, can you imagine the 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 advantage Trump would have sought, and maybe appropriately so, if there were a poll that showed him with a ten-point lead, and ABC and the Washington Post did it scientifically and wouldn't re- release it or reveal it? No, they couldn't afford that. They could not afford to take that hit from Trump. And Neil didn't have an opinion on that, um, but that's my view. That is my view. That poll was published despite the fact that it's at odds with with others because they knew the potency of Trump saying, you sat on it because it showed me leading. I thought that was interesting, and I also think that, you know, Neil uh, does not agree, and he's got the data, and I don't. You hear this from me all the time, where I say, you know, they don't love this guy. They just they just love his opposition to those that they hate. And uh, he thinks I'm underselling. 
the 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 support that exists for Trump. People are true Trump believers and they they are not. The Biden supporters are not true Biden supporters. He also said, and, and this goes to the point that I raised over the, the weekend on CNN that fell on a lot of deaf ears. What, what did he just say? Immigration is a huge issue. Immigration is a huge issue, and Biden's age is a huge issue. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east, or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish, for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert Styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.